And now I consider myself an activist. I'm working with the men and women who have housing issues. It's just an amazing experience. I need actually going through some personal transformations working on this so my heart is in it my mind is in it everything all my energy is in this right now this is sounds from the street where we get to meet the men and women who define street sense dc's nonprofit media center dedicated to creating economic opportunities for people experiencing homelessness i'm your host adam campy and today's guest is artist Bardia Saidi. Originally from Iran and formerly an IT exec, Saidi now identifies as an artist activist. He runs the interactive art workshop for Street Sense. Today, he'll share his take on the transformative powers of interactive art and why his workshop participants are overhauling a school bus to become a mobile art gallery and advocacy platform. I have never been an activist. You know, I, I, I care about a lot of different issues but there were too many issues and never kind of found one that was, you know, I was like, really, this is it and blah, blah, blah. And so I came at it from an art angle and using interactive art for, uh, for social issues. And I was working on a project about uh, food and food security and the concept developed and one night or one morning, whatever I remember, um, I said, wow, this, this concept fits really well, uh, the homeless issue. So I thought about it some more and I did a just a quick, very, very quick search. And the first organization I called was Street Sense, the first one. And I didn't know they had different media outlets or workshops, as they call them. And uh, yeah, met with Brian. And uh, it, it, the original idea was, was too wacky. And, and it, it's, it's changed now and it's evolved. And it, it was kind of part of the whole process that it, it starts with one idea. And I, I like the projects to be participatory. Uh, and so it's completely open to uh, modifications, to change of direction, to however it goes. And we just facilitate. And a little bit of facilitation as to it doesn't go f too far off. And so, yeah, so, so Street Sense just came as pure luck. It was just, wow, it happened. And it's a perfect, perfect match after I found out what they actually do and what they're trying to do, which is expand out of just the paper and into these other media channels and then met all you wonderful folks. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, no, I, and I love how diverse the group of people, yeah. the mix is really interesting. Uh, so so I, I have to say that when I said I'm, I have never been an activist um, and I've only been involved with Street Sense for a few months and now I consider myself an activist. I mean, working with the men and women who have housing issues is just an amazing experience. And all of them have stories to tell and want to tell their stories, I'm finding out. That they really want a listening ear. That's what. My name is Ron Verker. You know, I have a roof over my head and food on the table and lights come on and give me a pizza and, you know, <laughs> and, and nuke it where it's too soft or put it in the oven, you know, where it's got some crust to it, whatever turns your crank. It's just the simple things. Having access to a home. That's it. Be grateful for what you have because, yeah, it can go away and then people get all upset. So there's one thing you should know about Ron. He loves race cars and is an experienced mechanic. In fact, he inspected the bus to help ensure it was street legal. Where do you see yourself in five years, Ron? I know where I'd like to be, 
running a shop? That or driving, finally being in a car and racing against these people and see how good am I against them? How good am I? But this whole thing about art is the means of self-expression is a, is a great, great vehicle for them to uh, you know, voice their story or voice their feelings or whatever. That's actually question number uh, 11. <laughs> so, okay, so your, your particular workshop, speaking of workshops in the expanding Street Sense Media Center, is pretty unique. Can you just describe what it is that you're setting out to do and, and are doing? And also just kind of give a brief definition of interactive art. Most art is something that you kind of step aside and, and watch and appreciate and uh, contemplate. Um, interactive art, um, by definition, is a kind of art that encourages you to engage and come closer and play and touch. It's been around for a long time. It's not a new concept. Although um, using um, high-tech and computer-controlled stuff, part of it is new, like projection-based interactive art, um, LED-based interactive art. Those are new, but um, just standing in front of one of those, um, what do you call them, concave uh, mirrors. A funhouse mirror. Yeah. yeah, those are, that's interactive. You know, they're, 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 you go in there and you kind of play. You play and you create something and it's, it's a, usually it's, a, it's an installation art. So it's, it's, it occupies a, a physical space. The more successful ones occupy a larger space, although that's not a rule. It means that the, the experience is actually immersive, just like when you walk into a movie theater. Even the field of vision is covered by the, by the large screen, and the effect, obviously, is, is, is much, much more. And so most interactive art, again, not all, this is not a thing, is an immersive experience. You walk through it. It covers your field of vision. So yeah, so that's interactive art. And tell us about your interactive art project with Street Sense, based around the magic bus. The magic bus, yeah. It has evolved. It was it was one thing changed into another thing, and now it's a bus. First of all, we wanted that immersive experience. Bus is a perfect immersive experience. When you walk in, you're inside the thing. That you now all walls, front, back, on the sides, you can have things going on. And we haven't designed it intentionally. I mean, we haven't designed what happens because again, this is a participatory thing. And my role here is not necessarily an artist, although I want to do some art of my own, but it's uh, my role is a facilitator to kind of introduce our colleagues to different tools and different ways of you know, expressing themselves and then kind of sit back and watch what, what they do and what they come up with. I can't hear your screams. I don't want to hear your screams. Just sit out there and die, you homeless, no good person. Who do you think you are? Go get out of here. That's right. Keep going. I don't I'm not homeless. See you. DC is my home. I just need some housing. And here's one piece of street theater they dreamed up and presented live last week at Dunbar High School under the hot, hot sun. Okay, ready? Imagine you're standing in front of a classic yellow school bus, but the bus is wrapped in large sheets of brown paper. It's like a giant rectangular box. Under the paper stands three homeless individuals. All you can see are their feet. Suddenly, after reciting lines from a poignant poem, can you see me? Can you hear me? They tear through the paper like a football team at homecoming. Reggie Black, 
was one of the participants. To basically highlight the metaphor of people that experience housing instability, they are invisible. Even in large actions, and this is what we felt, like we were invisible when we did a different piece. So we said, okay, let's do something different. We have a few media people coming out. We want to use this to raise money for our project and everything here with the interactive arts. So I said, okay, let's think of something interactive. At first I was saying, let's take the bus and make it invisible as the art piece, but then it came out as a better idea to take and flip that, go from invisibility to visibility. I'm going to make you see me. So I thought while we are waiting for the bus to happen and the fundraising and all of that, we'll do a project. And then somebody asks, Sasha asks, what is the message that we're giving? I don't know what the message is. You know, they are the ones who know what the specific message is. And so Carlton said, hey, we could talk about people being one or two paychecks away from being homeless. And we talked about that a little bit. And this title of One Step Away developed. And then, oh, yeah, he was talking about that he wants, wants them to kind of camouflage blend into the background. You know, homeless folks are also called invisibles. You know, people don't see them, don't look at them. I have no idea how Melanie came up with all this. She started saying that I, I have these black masks, or I have one black mask. She said, I want to lie on the ground. So she lied on the ground. I had a piece of fabric, I put that on top of her. And that was like a strong, very, very strong image. Again, I have no idea where that came from. She said, you know, I want to step on top of me, that people will walk on me. I'm going, whoa. And the only thing I added was that to kind of bring it back to this age, I said, okay, so when, when we ask people to come, we ask them to take a selfie. So that's what we did. We took it in front of Wilson Building. The one interesting thing that happened was that the people who did not get on, they stopped, you know, asking what it was. And when they found out, they said, oh, no, I can't, I can't do this. Uh, so those people were much more affected emotionally than the ones who actually came and stepped and took the picture. This is the other thing I noticed. I'm sure others have noticed this, other workshop leaders, that you know, folks that have, are on the street, their normal interaction with the public is one thing. You know, our vendors sell a paper, so that's one thing, you're selling a paper. When you do some street art, your role in the street changes. Now you're in command. Now you own that space. And I noticed that these guys are like, it's changing. The bullhorn, they were like yelling through the bullhorn. Chan, another participant, was like saying all kinds of things, funny things. You know, they were just going all out. Uh, so that was really interesting to me. Because in that moment, you're, you're an artist. Yeah. You, you have, they have no idea what your background is. We had to tell them, these are not actors. We, we actually did have to tell people, these are not actors which was kind of a shame because that, that kind of takes away, if, if they thought they were actors, that takes, obviously takes away from the experience. It, it's funny, I have to mention that I, one of the reasons I wanted to do this was to kind of bring some inspiration into the group, not knowing, and every day I interact, I'm, in, I'm the one inspired, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. So they are the source of inspiration. So going back to the bus now, inside is gonna be and, and hopefully an immersive experience. And when you walk from, from, the, from one end to the other, you come out, you go, wow, what was that? Um, the outside is something else. You know, it's gonna change. Right now we're thinking, you know, painting the bus, basically graffiti art. And the, the top that everybody's excited about is gonna be a stage. 
And that is an incredible platform that uh, it's just, just imagine a bus running around DC and uh, you know, different performances, different poetry readings and just advocacy stuff, speeches. You have the, you want to invite a group of people for a night out in town and um, educate them about something. You have, you have the bus. I was just thinking you could even put a projector on the top and project movies. Yeah, I mean, every day somebody comes up with a new way of using the bus. It's basically a communication platform. Over half a million individuals are homeless in the U.S. My name is Sasha. Robert. Ron Verker. I'm Lavester. My name is Angie. I am an artist. I have a vision. I have a film. I'm an actor, and I have a play. Home is definitely where the heart is. What we don't have is housing or a space of our own. But now we have a bus. I'm not a um, expert in the issue, uh, as I've said before. Um, but, and I know there are different organizations that are doing different things for the housing issue and for the people who are experiencing the housing unstable housing and I think street sense is coming at it from an angle of empowerment so you're empowering people uh, to do things that they wouldn't normally do I, I was hanging out with uh, Levester we went to Home Depot uh, to buy supplies for tomorrow's video shoot and at the end I realized I'm with a couple of homeless folks at Home Depot <laughs> I was like what they said uh, yeah let's buy a welcome mat <laughs> Um, another, you know, homeless person approached us and Levister immediately stopped him and said, street sense, you need to know about street sense. He was educating the guy about where it is and how to go about becoming a vendor. That to me was like a, you know, perfect example of why street sense is, is so good. You know, it gives him another channel to interact with the society, obviously. It definitely a source of income, uh, a good source of income for some. If you're an entrepreneur, which a lot of people are forced to become an entrepreneur because you, you know, and, and if you are, then, then, you know, if you're a salesperson, you can definitely make, make money, good money too, relative, but yeah. Uh, so it, 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 it empowers, it, it lets them engage with the society and in a different way, basically. And I think all around is really good. And, and now that it's street sense is expanding into these other channels, it's just so much better. So this is something that I've been asking everybody. And what is your dream scenario? Like, what is your, your goal? I am glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so I dream big. And um, my thing is that we're building an empire to inspire. And that's not just words. My ultimate dream is to build an empire where it's from the bottom up and everyone's a, a king in this empire, the commodity that is exchanged is inspiration. And we can do that through art, through conversation, through community, but more art is a, is a great tool for that. People come to us left and right to do an art bus because the whole notion of the bus is so strong. There is all kinds of different business, commerce models that we could get into. So yeah, so who knows? Maybe this empire will <laughs> develop and inspire others and, and replicate and be a sustainable solution. The only way that you can find these solutions is through the people that are going through that situations. They're the only ones who will come up and say, that, why don't we do this? 
any solution that's kind of injected from outside, chances are very low that will be a sustainable solution. And that's why, again, the street sense is so, so important because we're actually working with the people who are going through these issues on a day-in, day-out basis. That was artist Bardia Saidi talking Street Sense Media, interactive art, and the now famous Art Bus. Speaking of which, he's launched a crowdfunding campaign with Start Some Good. So, Bardia, would you tell the good people how they can help make this bus roar to life? Yeah, yeah. So the project is called I Have a Home Here, and the website is IHaveAHomeHere.com. Facebook page, I Have a Home Here, Twitter handle, Have Home Here. You heard the man. And as of today, there are only six days left, folks. The clock is ticking. Get online and donate. Also, I must note that the bus is a rolling media magnet. If you want to learn slash see more about it, Google WAMU's Metro Connection piece on the homeless art bus. And there's also a real nice story in last week's Washington Post's local section. To hear more sounds from the street, check out streetsense.org slash audio. Please keep the conversation going on Facebook and Twitter at Streetsense DC. I'd like to thank Bardia Saidi for his Herculean effort, Brian Bello for the film audio excerpts, the artists who performed at Dunbar High, Angie, Reggie, Ron, Ken, Robert, and Chan, and last but not least, Executive Director of Street Sense, Brian Carone, for his fearless leadership and his crackerjack staff, especially Editor-in-Chief Eric Falcaro and all-around superwoman Rachel Buck. The sounds from the street theme song, I Need a Dollar, performed by Aloe Black from the album Good Things, used courtesy of Stone's Throw Records. The song was composed by Aloe Black with Leon Michaels, Nick Movishan, and Jeff Dynamite. Used by permission of songs of Cobalt Music Publishing, EMI Blackwood Music, slash Sony ATV. And excerpts of the following instrumentals use courtesy of Creative Commons, found on WFMU's Free Music Archive. Phase 5, Begin, Nanoelectric Sequencing, by Eneg, from the album Absolute Balance. Vibe Tribe, by Ketza, from the album Goodnight, Sunlight. Opening credits and On the Moon by Johnny Ripper from the album Soundtrack for a Film That Doesn't Exist. And Memory Wind by Poddington Bear from the album Fathomless. And if you happen to see the Street Sense art bus around town, be sure to see what's going down. Because no doubt it'll be informative and funky. But why a bus? Have you seen their art? No. Well, you need to. But aren't they homeless? Yes, but that's not the only thing we are. We are artists and activists with the message to spread. How can I help? Get on the bus. Home is where the art is.